0: Welcome back to the Guy Who Knows the Guy podcast. We're so excited to be back with you. And this season, we are counting down to JV Connect, the first of its kind, December 12th to 14th, 2023. This is going to be an incredible dedicated networking event and you are going to want to be part of it and this podcast here to help prepare you to get the most out of this incredible event i'm michael whitehouse the guy who knows a guy and over the next few weeks you're going to get to hear from some of the best people in the industry about networking as well as some solo training from me so be sure to join us on december 12th to 14th for jb connect and now let's get to the interview welcome once again to the guy who knows a guy podcast i'm your host michael whitehouse the guy who knows a guy himself and the guy we are meeting today is Bijal Parmar. After reading the book, The Four Hour Work Week, Bijal hired three virtual assistants and started his first VA business. Several weeks later, he started working with a call center and over the next 10 years helped grow that business from 100 to over 500 VAs. In 2019, he started his third VA business, this time pioneering a unique home based VA model. Today, clients around the world delegate their busy work to his team of VAs fast forward today time challenged professionals and entrepreneurs look to bijal's unique ai trained va human services supported by virtual ai advisors and his vital action priority planning audience productivity program to boost efficiency productivity and profits audiences globally have been entertained by his costume presentations and inspired by his story of how bijal and his family had to leave the us in 2010 and how they embarked on a five-year travel, work, global schooling adventure. To date, Bijal has spoken on stage in eight countries and is asked to speak at workshops, masterminds, networking groups, and at least once on the Guy Who Knows a Guy podcast. Welcome, Bijal. Well,
1: thank you so much for having me.
0: So tell us a bit about this, so that also will a very futuristic and techno-babbly. AI-trained VA human services supported by virtual AI advisors.
1: Yeah, great. Well, thank you. First of all, thank you so much for having me on the show. So, up until several months ago, right? I mean, up until really January of 2023. It was virtual assistant services. That's pretty much what we did. But then came along ChatGPT and all you know the other 1 billion AI programs out there now. That's what it seems like anyway. Every single day you wake up, there's something else out there. So we knew we had to start to kind of jump into this. Now, what's interesting though, Michael, was in the 10 years leading up to that, that momentous occasion when ChatGPT hit the scene, every time I spoke, at least one person would say, hey, you no, know, this virtual assistant stuff is good. I'm talking, talking about the human stuff, right? I said, but at some point, you know, AI is going to come along and it's going to, you know, going to be probably going to, you know, lose your business. I said, yeah, but not today. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, you know, today has come around. Right. And so when AI kind of started to come out and we started to see what AI could do, it was like, the first thing it was like, holy moly, you know, is this the end of our industry? But the one thing, you know, you can probably count on is that when people resist doing things, they resist doing things. Right. And AI in, in many ways is another form of technology, right? There's been plenty of productivity technologies around before AI. Let's just take your classic sales funnel, right? Whether you use click funnels or you use Go High Level or whatever software you use, there are still a high number of entrepreneurs and business owners who have resisted using technology, such as a sales CRM, to do the work. So that allowed us to believe, hang on a second. Just because AI has come along, it doesn't mean that they're going to terminate VAs. We're just going to find another way for VAs and for the human kind of VAs to work with the AI type of virtual assistants, what we call virtual advisors. Because they, you know, those who are listening, you can use AI. Let's just call it ChatGPT or Claude to create knowledge bases about your business, and then we can train VAs, or you can guide your VA how to use. knowledge base about your business to then create copy to create email responses to create social media posts and etc so by taking virtual assistants the human kind of virtual assistants that we actually call vital assistants right training them to work with ai now you've got more bang for your buck you can take a five dollar six dollar per hour va they can start leveraging technology and the value they can put back into your business is far greater than what they could ever do up until recently. So that's how we end up with basically VA trained assistance.
0: That's powerful. And I, I I like the concept there because I think we often think that, well, you know, if I need 100 hours of work done and it costs me $5 an hour offshore and it could be done in 10 hours now, well, now I'm only going to spend $50. Whereas instead, I think a lot of business owners think, well, if I'm willing to spend $500 and it can be done for 50, What can I do with the other 450 to get 10 times the results? Because why would you say, oh, look, I can make all the money I need to, I'm done? That's not how business works.
1: Yeah. And it's not just the the quantity of work, it's the quality of work, right? Mm -hmm. So before, like, you know, I had my VAs would write, you know, manage my emails, you know, to clients. So they'd have to kind of, I'd have to write templates and spend hours writing templates and often have to write the messages for the VAs. So the English quality was better. Now they just take what they want to reply. They run it through ChatGPT and say, "Hey, ChatGPT, please improve the quality of this email." Blah blah, and they 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 send now responses which are you know better than what they could have done without the technology.
0: Yeah, and and still the entrepreneur is better off not touching it because as soon as you have to touch it, now you're engaging your brain to it, and it's one more tab open in your head. Whether yeah. ChatGPT can do it in two minutes or it takes twenty minutes, it's still an action that you need to take. So that's that's very powerful. So. This is, of course, the Guy Knows a Guy podcast, where we talk about networking this particular season here in season six. So tell me about how networking has helped you grow this business.
1: Well, up until really recently, I mean, 95% of my client base came from referrals. Mm-hmm. And that referral network came from networking and building relationships. So, you know, I don't think I'd be here if it wasn't for the networking part of what we've been doing. But it's not just the networking part. It's what happens after you've gone to a networking event, or whether it be online or offline, and that's really where the VAs come in helpful, right? Well, most people kind of go home. I would say most people. I don't assume that anyone listening falls into most people, but from my experience, most people spend a lot of time. Those who are say, the professional networkers, they go to networking events. They they exchange business cards. They collect business cards. Well, what? What happens next is where it gets interesting right so one of three scenarios one they're using their valuable time doing the follow-up right so they, they go home they enter the cards into a database they they do some follow-up usually once or twice number two they don't do anything you know, they're resisting doing any post networking things and maybe living in the hope that somebody's gonna you know, pick up their business card and call them back and you know they're gonna that's what's gonna that's gonna be helpful So these two scenarios exist, right? So one is, what are we spending our time on post-networking? Or two, what are we not doing? What are we resisting doing post-networking? Now, with these two sets of ideas, you can now say, well, how could a virtual human assistant help me with this? Right, so one way is you can be out there networking. Someone gives you a business card or you take that information down, take a scan of that card or take a photograph and it goes straight to your VA they enter it onto a database they trigger the first email to go out they look for that person on social media and and make the connections and if you if you set up correctly they can pretty much do everything that you know to get them now onto a phone call with you to to book a call with you whatever whatever that you know whatever your follow-up is now what everybody should be doing you know is using a sales crm with multiple stages of the follow-up Process, right? So turning how do you turn from a from a lead or a connection to a prospect, to a phone call, to an opportunity, to a referral partner, or whatever happens, right? So obviously that 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 sequence of events is very unique to each business, but it also it's kind of the hustle, right? It's kind of like you got to log into your to your sales CRM, you got to do all this work, you got to track these people, you got to track. that could literally be done by a VA, right? Now we know, well. The experts tell us the fortune is in the follow-up, right? Every networking event I've been to, there's some form of that phrase. The fortune is in the follow-up. And I'm not speaking for anybody who's watching, but I'm speaking for myself. I suck at follow-up. I suck at follow-up. My VA, on the other hand, pretty damn good, right? Because they don't have any resistance to doing it. That's their job. So they do the follow-up. And they remind me, hey, Bijal, you have to call Michael. Right. Michael reached out to you. Michael opted in to your, to your thing. Have you followed up with him? And I can say, hey, what was the last message I sent to Michael? Here's what you wrote to my, Michael last, or here's what Michael wrote to you last. Okay, great. Hey, Michael, I just want to chat with you. The last time he spoke or last time you emailed me, blah, blah, Right? I'm not having to log in to five different platforms to see where you are. My VA is managing the communication. Right? They're just telling me, hey, follow up with Michael. Here's what he sent to you last time. Now, you just make a phone call or send a text or whatever you have to do. So that that resistance taken away by my va taking care of the hustle and the hassle
0: so so this isn't your va reaching out to them this is your va augmenting you to it's, it's
1: it's a every combination of right okay. because remember it's it's you you got to be you know you got to you got to make your way through the noise i've got my va reaching out i've got my chatbot reaching out i've got me reaching out right like like <laughs> so whatever it takes michael right if if you want money in your bank account you gotta you gotta find a way to follow up that's going to work for your client right so so there's you know multiple different ways that we that we're leveraging technology vas and sometimes i've got to pick up the phone too and, and and do the work
0: yeah yeah so sadly like this is more for the the sales process than networking and building partnerships and collaborations
1: correct yeah i mean it, it, to me it's it's all you know why network if you're not going to have a follow up sales process right like it's it's now what my va is doing on the front end of networking is basically they're finding places for me to network so they basically manage my networking calendar mm-hmm. right so they basically manage, they they look for local events they look for online events that I might want to speak to i've actually even sent my vas to network for me just to put it in perspective right there's no there's no rule that says they can't they represent your company right so, you know, larger companies don't, the CEO doesn't go to networking events, they send yep. reps to go to networking events, many, many BNI chapters are full of employees that go to networking events, mm-hmm. right? So why can't I send an employee of mine to an on- online networking event? They know how to rep my company, right? So there is the pre networking research, mm-hmm. building up a database of when, you know, what, what events are coming up, who the who the host of the event is, because I always want to make a point of to get to know the host, What, what can they tell me about the host of the event? There is the actual networking one or two ways, you know, so during networking event, I, they can, if I collect business cards, I can be sending the business cards to my, to my VA. I have actually had my VAs go to networking events on my behalf as well. And then there's the most crucial part in my opinion is the post networking, right? To me is before you go to your next, one of the tips I used to give is before you go to network net, your next networking event, have you dialed in your follow-up process? Because to me, everything's about the value of time. If I'm willing to go to a networking event, and given that, you know, you take out like okay, the social component of it, a lot of time people go networking events because it's also a social thing for them. But, if, the, you know, but if, if, it's, if it's part of your business strategy to go network, do you have a good follow-up strategy? If you don't, you have to really ask yourself that question. Why not? Why haven't you dialed in a follow-up process? Because you're spending your time, effort, and money Right? Because if you're out there networking, you're spending, you know, you're make not making money doing something else. So to me, there has to be an ROI every time we 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 choose to go to a networking event. And again, if we follow the rule that it's not the networking event, is what happens after the networking event that that the rubber meets the road. That you know that's where you want to start to integrate VA technology AI into the process.
0: Yeah, no, that sounds very powerful, and. and- whether or not they, they go down the, the path of being a prospect or being a partner, which depending on the person though, they can self-identify in that I can hear how this could be valuable. Cause you know, the, the thing I'm always, I'm always on the lookout for and aware beware of is any kind of automation that just streamlines people right into your sales funnel. And so people who meet and say, Hey, I thought we we're in networking. Now you're sending me demos. You're sending me pricing. You're like, what's going on here? I never,
1: I never, I, so I use the permission based approach in Mm -hmm. what we do. So everything's me. Hey, can I send you, Hey, Michael, great meeting you. Can I send you more information? Right. Would you be open to me sending you more information? Right. Whether it's, whether it's me, whether it's the, you know, the, the the VA, that's the methodology we use, right. Everything's permission based versus, Mm -hmm. Hey, Michael, great meeting you. Here's all my, all my, all my links for everything I've ever done in my whole life. Right. Yeah. But, you know, it doesn't work, right? So, so you know, we, we just. But again, using a permission-based approach, training your team to use a permission-based approach. You know, if you you, you self elect Michael. If I send you, hey, Michael, great, it was great meeting you on the networking event, right? Hey, may I send you some more information on what I do? I believe it might be a, a good match for your for your audience. You have a choice now. You say, hey, Bijal, no, not interested. Hey, lovely to meet you, Michael. You know, if if ever yep. if anything ever changes, let me know, right?
0: Yeah, and I that challenges a lot of networking events too, is that people. People aren't thinking high enough the ladder. So I have this this Ninja rubric of networking. It's five levels of networking. And the first level is where you're uh, selling directly there. It's network prospecting. If you're looking for your customer right there in the room. The second level is you're looking for referrals to your customer one at a time. And the third level, uh, which is non-competitive partners, that's the second N in Ninja, is that's where you're finding people who might share your, you know, promote your masterclass, promote your podcast, speak on your summit. And that's where, instead of trying to get a referral to a person, you're trying to get a referral to an audience, which is where the real value is. And so many people, they don't get that. You know, they, they think asking, selling through the room rather than to the room is the pinnacle of networking science. And they don't realize there's a whole exponential level beyond that, uh, which is a similar sales process. You're still trying to fix, establish value and convince someone to buy into promoting you as opposed to buy into hiring you. But I, I can I can hear how that, how the, the VA, the VAT, and the other thing too, is it, is it frees you up to do your highest value activities, you no. logging into your CRM and being, okay, where's that name? And, and, you know, Googling somebody before you meet them and whatnot, you could meet with twice as many people. If someone else just sent you, here's a two page summary of who you're about to meet with and everything you need to know and pictures of their dogs and their kids and they're, they're, they're into boating. They hate golf. They like the Patriots. And it's all right there instead of you having to go through and search it all.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's, it's 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 the time value, right? So either you're getting you're winning time back for your life, or you're winning time back for the highest and best use of your time in in the business.
0: Yeah, yeah, it sounds. And and yeah, I, I, and I'm thinking too about like if you were to meet with a some you know big CEO, big company, or or someone higher up in business, they'd have an assistant who is doing this research, and so you sit down with them, and and they're like, you know, how's your yeah. How's your daughter doing in school? She's nine. Right. And you're like, what? How'd you know that? Well, I did research, but they didn't do research. They're too busy for that. They have an assistant exactly. who does that. But entrepreneurs traditionally can't afford a research assistant who's going to be able to do that stuff.
1: Yeah. And when we designed this, I mean, of you know, this conversation, well not irony, but the coincidence of the conversation, Michael, is when I first set out to create this third business, I was actually only going to focus the services on the follow up. Because for me personally, I probably I've lost millions probably not having a good follow up system, you know, a post meeting someone system. Right? It wasn't always networking per se. Sometimes it was going to a workshop and you intended to follow up. You had a great conversation with somebody, and you know, you, you, and then you get back to life and you forget. Right? So the, the original name of the company was actually called Follow Upsters. Right? Well, they was basically just based on following up. From these moments but because people kept coming to us with, with other tasks but the one thing i did want to do was basically create a very different model for the industry because i think you know a lot of people say well i can't afford a va right that's one of the big things well i can't really afford a va as well can you can you afford a cup of coffee right and they said well of course i can no six, six five six bucks i mean, not want to pay five six bucks for a cup of coffee but i've done it right <laughs> and i said wait what if we can make it possible that you know for around five or six bucks you can have a va you know, and five, six bucks per day, you can have a VA. So wait a second, how is it possible for a human being to, you know, work for me for the whole day? I said, no, no, they don't need to work for you for the whole day. Think of one or two things a VA could do for you on a daily basis that would move the needle in your business, right? Can you afford around a couple of hundred bucks for somebody to do something that you are not doing or that you hate doing or it's not the best use of your time? Is that time, you know, is it worth getting that time back from you? Or is it worth that person doing that thing? So since we're talking about networking, let's just use that example, right? If all a VA did was check-in daily and help you manage your follow-up and your sales CRM, like, you know, where your prospects are sitting in the sales cycle, could it move the needle in your business? I'm going to say, based on my experience, 95% of the time, yes, it can, right? Mm. So you've got somebody that only job to basically help you manage your sales CRM system and do the follow-up for you, right? Or hold you accountable to do the follow-up, right? One of the two scenarios. It's going to be a game changer. Almost every single person is going to benefit. Now, that's just one way, you know, you start thinking about using a VA differently, but specifically in, in context of things. So how do we do that? Well, you know, we pioneered what we call a, a, a no markup fee, direct pay, no-contract model, where if you wanted the VA, Michael, just he, 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 kind of help an example here, I'll say, great, Michael, we have a, you know, just a, a very nominal setup fee, but here's what's going to work. You're going to pay me a membership fee. We've all paid membership fees for courses, mm-hmm. often courses we don't go through, but now I want you to pay a membership fee. We call it support fee, but you're going to have access to one VA. Now that one VA, you're going to pay directly. So however many hours that VA is going to do, whether it's one hour per day, two hours per day, you're going to pay that VA directly. The reason we do that is I don't want you to feel that we are we we are we are doing a big markup on a VA. Also, it's very transparent. You know how much the VA is making. And the VA doesn't feel that we're taking money out of their pocket,
0: mm-hmm. right?
1: So by keeping these payments separately, we've created a very different culture and approach to the industry, right? People said it can't be done, that, you know, your, your clients will steal the VAs. I said, well, hang on a second. The clients don't need to steal the VAs. The VA, they're paying the VAs directly anyway, right? So why steal the VA? There's no yeah. benefit to that. But what the client and the VA needs is that ongoing support that we that we provide. And that's, mm-hmm. you know, so we provide ongoing training. Uh, it's almost we have a kind of a support training and coaching program for the VAs that coaches them on how to improve the relationship with the clients, communication, obviously, we've got the AI training that we've done recently. So this new culture or this new community-based approach to running a VA business is what we pioneered. And the VAs happen to be in one city in Davao, Philippines, we're going to be building up more. So about every three, four months, I pay for them to get together. So they still feel that community-based approach, even though individually, they're working for different clients. They still feel part of something bigger that we call the happy hive.
0: Yeah, that's great. And and yeah, I always have that that concept of like, oh, they're going to steal, like, you think a bunch of entrepreneurs who couldn't find their own VAs, and didn't use them before, are suddenly going to become VA managers, there's a reason they don't have VAs. I mean, the reason I don't have an offshore VA is I don't want to, I don't know where to find one. I don't know how to manage them. I'd tell them everything to do. I'd have set up all their systems. And if I could do all that, I wouldn't need a VA. So <laughs> yeah, it's fine. You know, one of the services I offer is a, a, a done for you email service. And you know, I, I don't do the rest of marketing, but my, I've had great success with email. And so now I'm offering to do that for clients. And I worked with one marketing agency who's like, okay, yes, you're not going to talk to my clients. I'll talk to my clients because, you know, yeah, sign this as non competes. You're not stealing. And blah, 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 blah. I'm like, what, what would I do with your client? What would I do with them? Like, I'd get an extra 50 bucks or whatever your override is. And then what? I don't make websites. I don't do social media. I don't do any of the stuff you do. What would I do with your client? I don't want to steal them. I just want to offer the service I offer to them. And th- there's so much paranoia and scarcity out there in in business, unfortunately.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, that, you know, so anyway, to, to, to kind of um, circle back around. So, you know, for folks who are out there networking, you know, there's probably a lot of admin, you know, pre, during, post that a VA yep. can support a, a client with, right? And it's, again, it's just one microchasm of, of a business um, that we can help with. But it's an important one, right? I mean, networking is, a, is a, for many people it's a lifeline uh, of leads for them. But again, what we're talking about is how do we optimize that? How do we make the most of that and take the 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 give the, the the hassle and the hustle of what 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 is involved with networking to somebody else who can support you with that? And here's the thing: when they they can almost become your accountability partner, right? Yeah. Because there are things we have to do post networking. And, you know your va can meet with you daily and say hey michael you know what's your post networking follow up who are you going to follow up with today and you it forces you to think about okay what who, who did i meet last night who do i want to follow up with you know and and, and give those answers to your va and they say great thanks for letting me know michael let me know if you get it done right so you can turn a you can turn a five dollar per hour va into an accountability partner and i just used i used networking example but yeah that's huge anything, but it could be for anything in business right and then they ask the question, Michael. What are the three critical things we call the vital? The three vital things that you are going to commit to doing for your business today. This is very different from you assigning work. This is this is a five dollar per hour VA asking you a question, and you say, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do this, this, and this today. Great. The next day they're gonna check in with you. Hey Michael, did you get those three do- those three things done? You either have to say, No, I didn't. Now it's not really relevant to them if you did or not, but it is relevant to you. I would say it's irrelevant to future you, right? Mm-hmm. When you when you're out networking today, the beneficiary of that is a future version of you. But if you don't do the real activity that follows networking, future version of you is like, what the hell, Michael? Why did you go? Why did you spend three hours out there networking if you're not going to do the work to follow yep. up with those folks?
0: Yep. Yeah. So so if you had a a so one application I'm thinking of is sometimes I'll be you know out driving or something and this idea will pop in my head of like, oh, I should do this. And if I'm doing this, I should do this, this, and this. And I can take a note, but then do I check the note? I do not, because that's how it works. You take the note the next day you're not excited anymore and you forget about it. Is is an application of this like you'd have your VA on Slack or WhatsApp or whatnot, and then you shoot the message and be like, make a note. I, you know, I I had a crazy idea today. And you know, hashtag crazy idea. Maybe I'll do this, maybe I won't, but it's this, it has these keys. And these are the action steps. If I'm going to do it, check on me on Tuesday to see about it.
1: Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Because the one thing that we typically are very comfortable using is some form of messenger app, whether it's WhatsApp or whatever it is. So you just you just basically you know it's almost like a note to self, but a note to VA. Hey, add add this idea to my ideas list and let's and let's review it or you know make sure I view it review it with the team tomorrow, or whatever. And the VA puts it into your task management system or your project management system or wherever you're managing your what what you're doing. And then now, now it's captured, right? Same, same for networking, right? You, you could just leave them a voice note, hey, you know, hey Michelle, got this quick idea, want to blah blah blah, right? Now the voice note goes to your VA, they log it, they transcribe it, and now mm-hmm. it's you've, you've captured it, right?
0: And it, and so they work at like an, from nine to ten every day. They work so they just check I for all the notes from the last day, log them all, respond them all.
1: Exactly, yeah. My my most of my team work the same hours, same working hours as most of my most most of the clients. Yeah, typically, that's kind of a, you know, somewhere between the hours of 7am and say, you know, 5pm or something some, somewhere in there, mm-hmm. depending on the client, the client gets to pick. And, uh, you know, sometimes the, the VAs work after our work hours, because that's when you, the clients want them to work. So just it varies. But generally speaking, I encourage clients to have the VAs work in their time zone. Yeah. Because I, I, you know, even though they're overseas workers, I want clients to think of them as team members. And yeah. as the team members, I want clients to meet with them for a five-minute check-in daily and, and and ask them the three questions. Great. VA, what did you get done last 24 hours? Right. What are you working on next 24 hours? Because even though we've assigned work, we often need a reminder of, okay, what is my VA doing? How is my VA benefiting my company? And the third question, which probably the most important question is, what do you need from me to do your work better? Right. And that's a really important question because sometimes the VAs do work. they They need feedback from the client if what they've done is Correct is in alignment with the client's re- requirements, and that simple five-minute meeting, ten-minute meeting, can be a game changer for most people's businesses.
0: Yeah, sounds. I'm I'm having a lot of thoughts about, it. And, and the coolest thing I'm thinking about is is that research assistant concept. Because you know, if if you're a big shot, like I, I'm, just imagining, and I don't even know if it would have a practical effect. I'm just thinking about how cool it would be to have someone who checked my calendar every day and sent me a report that said, here's who you're meeting with today. Here's what you need to know about them. Here's, and then of course you tie it to a CRM. Here's what we know, you know, you last spoke to them 14 days ago and this is what you talked to them about and a uh, reminder that they, you know, they hate football, so never say the word football out loud. And, you know, he loves yellow and bees, which I need to ask you about. And, you know, you know all that stuff. So, so you're walking into the meeting I mean, I, I use automation to some degree. When I do a, a networking call, they ask, they answer a number of questions. So I'm not going in cold and people are like, wow, you're so organized. I'm like, no, I just made you answer questions before you booked a call. But this is like next level from that, going you know, to an actual, potentially a, a short report on both inf- background information and then also objectives for the meeting. So you're, you're not coming out of the meeting and be like, all right, well, that was great. Yeah. So, yeah thanks. Yes. This seems, this seems really powerful. And so, so what is it with the, the yellow and the bees? I just realize that your shirt has an well, actual well, bee on it.
1: <laughs> right, right. After my 50th birthday, I can't give my, my age away, away right now, but in 2019, I picked up a book on business management, how to actually run an organization, larger organizations based on the wisdom of what this person learned from studying bees and beehives. Hmm. So I read through the book and so said, this, this, is, this is great. And at the time, I had no connection to bees other than the fact that bee, the bee is in my name. I thought, wow, this is a great concept. So I started thinking more about this, this idea of bees. And I said, well, could I apply these same principles to helping entrepreneurs? Anyway, that led to a whole kind of journey of then adopting the bee as a symbol of productivity. A bee is a symbol of, you know, you're, you're the beekeeper in the protective suit, that protective white suit becomes your protection from busy work the bees are out there doing all the busy work getting things done right and and the the bees organize themselves amazingly in the hive right every bee has a unique purpose every bee contributes to the community to the hive and bees ultimately serve humanity so as i say that in some ways we entrepreneurs need to be a bit more bee like we serve our unique purpose we serve the, the hive the community and we serve humanity but bees are efficient they're super productive. They communicate well with each other. They are, you know, they they get up. They don't complain. They just get out there and do their work. So there's a many there are many attributes to what the behavior of bees that entrepreneurs can actually learn from. And that's probably gonna, you know probably a subject of one of my books coming out, which is basically how we can learn to be productive and efficient based on nature and and what we can learn from bees.
0: Awesome. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I can see why you, you put the whole B theme. That's pretty powerful with what you do. And one thing some people may be, may be asking, so we're talking about, about you know, a, a cup of coffee worth of money is the hourly rate that we're that, that these VAs are being paid. And so some people may may think, well, is that fair for us rich Americans, Europeans, to be taking advantage of people by only paying them five dollars an hour? And so so what would you say about that?
1: Well, first, they need to kind of go study what the, out, what the average income is in those countries before making statements, right? So First of all, the VAs get to set their own rates, actually. So I don't set the rates. I teach the VAs how to come up with a rate that they feel is fair for them. Now, most agencies have a two to five times markup. So many agencies and these agencies are supporting businesses that might be actually um, servicing your household right now. I'm talking about Fortune 500 companies and talk about many of the, the technology companies that you interface with. They're probably going through an agency and those agencies are probably paying $1, $52 to VAs. Mm-hmm. Those very same VAs come out of those agencies, they come to me and we show them how to make $5, $6 per hour, three times what they were making before, right? Now, so that's number one. So first of all, our VAs get set their own rate. So then because they set their own rate, I don't have to really worry about that question because that's the rate that they've set Based on their economy, their services they to be able to be competitive, so that—that's the answer.
0: Interesting, yeah. So, so we're we're leveraging the fact that they have a. And we're, we're, what countries are we talking about?
1: Well, my primary team is in the Philippines. I do have some team members who are a little bit higher skilled in South Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, I have some tech tech people in in India, but my primary business is basically VAs in the Philippines as of okay. today.
0: So, so we're leveraging the fact that the cost of living taxes car insurance food rent housing is that much lower in the Philippines and South Africa and India and and so you know so, like, so basically when we pay them we're not paying american rents and american car taxes and american food prices to support them
1: exactly yeah and you know and like again some of the team members in South Africa the range from 15 to 20 dollars per hour right so it depends you know but the thing the client has to come to me and say hey here's my budget here's what i'm willing to spend per hour Mm-hmm. For this type of task. So great. You know, let's let's see what we can find for you. So we're we're more like a matchmaker. We don't we don't, you know, try and fit your you know round hole in the square peg. You say, Hey, this is what I need. I need a VA that can help me with this. This is what I'm comfortable paying per hour. Now, the minimum we allow is five dollars. Some VAs are six, some are seven with more experience. But if someone says, Hey, I, I need I need a VA for this role, so yeah, that's typically a five dollar per hour role, a six dollar per hour role. And and then when you get to meet with the VA and interview them, you know you let us know: Are you comfortable paying that to the VA based on their experience?
0: That makes sense. And and what's the the entry point? I'm sure some people are thinking because I've, I've seen some VA services that start at five hundred dollars, thousand dollars a month, two thousand dollars a month. What's the uh, entry point?
1: Yeah, good great question, Michael. So we have a, we have a one time setup fee, which is three nine seven. We do, and from then they can have the VA as little as one hour per day the average client has a VA between two to four hours per day. And some some of them have even two 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 three VAs, because the work is so varied, right? Mm -hmm. But generally speaking, majority of the clients have a VA one to two hours per day. So that's about 10 bucks per day, 20 20 days, 20 working days in a month. So you're about 200 for the VA, our support fee for that is around $79 per month. that's, That's you're at 279. So, you know, that's, you know, most people are paying for courses, um, way more than that. You know.
0: Yeah. Wow. That's that's great. Yeah, Because it's, it's it's a very accessible entry point to get a lot of value. And then it sounds like the other value you provide and like where that $79 says, so I'm wondering how you made your money, but it's, I assume it's $79. Yeah. Empty. That seems like a very, very highly leveraged expenditure because if I just went to the Philippines and hired a VA, which I don't even know how I do, but if I was to go find, I'm sure I could find one. I'm the guy who knows the guy. I probably know someone who can help me. But if I just go hire one myself, now what? Like, now I got a VA. Awesome. What do you want me to do, boss? Something useful, please. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah
1: exactly. You know, we, we we have a whole management team in place. So basically, you know, the client has any, any issues. The VA doesn't, doesn't show up to uh, report for work on time. You know, the VA is like, how do I create an invoice? How do I, you know, manage this? So we provide the ongoing support, you know, where the team's reachable, The the, the management team. I'm usually reachable, you know, as well. You know, we're still a boutique company. But more importantly, you know, with that with that $79 per month that we get, we are able to support the VAs, right? So we're able to provide support for them, ongoing training, like when Chat GBT came out, we created a training program. Mm-hmm. If they if they have an issue with the client, right? So if, if they have an issue with the client, they can come to us and say, Hey, the client spoke to me like this. They they asked me to do this. I have no idea what they're talking about. So we can help, we can jump in and support. VA to client issues or client to VA issues, you know, so we're there as a support system. If the VA doesn't show up on time or they stop answering the phones, we can reach out to the VA via text locally. And, you know, if, if you know, we've never had to do it, but you can even send somebody to go and check in on them in person, right? So, you know, just is it intangible? It's a, it's a nominal fee. and That's why we designed like that. That allows us to can provide this way higher level of support uh, to the VAs.
0: Yeah, that sounds really powerful. Well, this this sounds this is gonna be a lot to think about and possibly given the listeners a lot to think about as well so if if they are thinking about this saying well that seems really interesting how would they get in touch with you
1: well just they just need to go to b b epic outsourcing right so the the, the b is the, the symbol of productivity epic means being efficient being productive being intentional and being completional and outsourcing is what we do so be epic outsourcing.com there's a couple of different videos there for you to watch that goes over our pricing, everything I talked about. And if we're a good match for you, then, you know, let's shake hands and do something together.
0: Fantastic. And if you're typing that in and you're if you're listening to this, there are three E's in a row. It is B-E-E-E-P-I-C, outsourcing, B-Epic, outsourcing. Well, this has been Fascinating, and uh, and it's probably we talked about having you on the podcast. I'm like, okay, well, this is more about networking, and you said, yeah, how about this, 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 and this? I'm like, okay, yeah, it's about networking. Let's get you on here. So, and I'm glad I had John because that's why I love love hosting podcasts. I never know what I'm going to learn and what I'm going to discover, and and so I'm glad I'm relaunching the the season. So, thank you so much for being on the show. Is there anything I didn't ask that I should have that you want to mention?
1: No, you asked me a great a bunch of great questions. I really truly appreciate you having me on the show, Michael.
0: All right. Fantastic. Thank you. All right. Bye for now. Thank you for joining us for the Guy Who Knows a Guy podcast. I'm Michael Whitehouse, the Guy Who Knows a Guy, and I hope you'll join us in December from the 12th to the 14th for JV Connect. Go to guywhoknowsaguy.com for more details. Now, if it's after December 2023 and you're listening to this, it's okay because we're going to be doing this event every quarter. So go to guywhoknowsaguy.com, see what's new, see what's happening, and, of course, check the show notes to learn about our guests and how you get in touch with them. Check out our next episode for more great training, information, and networking tips from Michael Whitehouse, the guy who knows a guy. JV Connect is coming up quick, December 12th and 13th. If you are looking for a networking event where you can meet people who aren't looking to just pitch you or take, but actually want to collaborate, build strategic partnerships, joint ventures, maybe even find some mentors, some coaches, people to support you, accountability partners, who knows? If you're looking for good people in an environment that's not stressful but is set up to give you a lot of great connections in an efficient amount of time, check out JV Connect, -connect jv-connect.com. That's jv-connect.com, December 12th and 13th, 2023. We'll see you there.